Hey everyone, how's it going? Azra the Language Nerd here. I hope you're doing very, very well. Welcome to another podcast episode here. I'm your host, as per usual, Azra the Language Nerd. You can find me primarily on Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, and YouTube, but also secondarily on medium.com where I do weekly blog posts every single Sunday, and occasionally whenever I feel like posting on uh, Musical.ly and on Tumblr. My username on all these platforms is exactly the same. It is at polyglotazarin, that is spelled P-O-L-Y-G-L-O-T-A-Z or Z, depending on your country, R-E-N. And welcome to another podcast episode. I'm very, very excited to be recording this one here. First of all, before we get too far into this episode, I want to give a big shout out to the American listeners. Today is the 4th of July, and so I want to basically take a few seconds to say happy 4th of July to you. I hope you have some fun with your friends or your family or whoever you're going to be hanging out with um, and have fun with whatever activities or shenanigans or whatever that you have planned. Um, Interesting fact, actually, and I didn't I've only really recently started to notice this in Canada. We have our July 1st, right, which is our Canada Day. So we just had that literally a few days ago and literally every year, three days later, the USA, America, the United States has their 4th of July. And I've noticed a small little thing over the past few years as I've talked to some Canadians who will actually celebrate them both. Maybe they will celebrate Canada Day in Canada on July 1st, but then they will go for a couple of days, maybe they leave on July 2nd, and they will go to the States and they will celebrate 4th of July with the Americans, with all of you guys, with the people over there. And, you know, and sometimes what they'll do is they'll go to the States and they'll go to, um, they'll go to America for... Canada Day and they'll celebrate Canada Day and the 4th of July in the USA, in America, in the United States. Um, And they will do that there and it almost becomes like a mini, like a very mini kind of vacation. So it's almost like just taking advantage of the fact that both the States and Canada have um, a pretty special day that a lot of people like to celebrate kind of back to back. And I guess what I'm kind of questioning with myself right now is how many people do that because I don't think you know I don't think that there are a ton but every year I find that I talk to one maybe two people who have that sort of plan and they kind of have that mini vacation plan to celebrate both Canada Day Canada Day on July 1st and um, July 4th in the States obviously on July 4th Anyway, um, let's just jump right into today's topic, which is talking about 30 minutes a day. Talking about, is studying a language for 30 minutes a day really that effective? And how much damage and how much progress can you really make? And I think overall, there's kind of like two sort of answers or two sort of things that we can discuss um, when it comes to this particular topic or this particular question. On one hand, uh, one could make the argument that, well, Azarin, 30 minutes a day is not really enough. Like, if you think about how many hours you're awake, think about that. You're awake for 15, call it 15 to maybe, not even 15, call it 16 to 19 hours a day, you're probably awake, something like that, depending on the person and depending on how much you, you sleep. And of that 15 to 19 hours, 30 minutes a day is like such a small amount, especially when the other or I guess when the other 15 and a half to 18 and a half hours are spent in your mother tongue, like 30 minutes a day is so little. It's such a small chunk of time, right? And when you look at that perspective, on many levels, I agree. On many levels, I really do. 
um, if you're only doing 30 minutes a day, I mean, the rest of your hours are spent in a completely different language and it's just, it can be difficult for the brain to really acquire the other language in 30 minutes a day. But, 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 I do want to say this, you can do a lot of damage with 30 minutes a day. It would be very similar, uh, let's make the following analogy. It'd be, it'd be like some, if someone said, hey, if I exercise for 30 minutes a day and I'm really consistent with it, will that make a big difference? I think absolutely yes. I'm not a big expert on, um, on exercise and fitness really. Like, I mean, I don't, really, I don't know a whole lot about it, but logically when I think about it, when I've based on my life experience, if someone is doing zero exercise and they suddenly go, okay, I want to do 30 minutes a day and they're consistent, that's going to be a good idea. And heck, even if you are pretty active and you're just doing 30 minutes a day, like that is a good idea and you can make some really good progress and be quite active and relatively fit and it can make a really big difference, right? It's, a, it's important. Now, if you were to do 30 minutes a day and you were to also watch your nutrition and you were to also make sure you're not eating too much junk food and you were also very, you know, very diligent with what's happening in that 30 minutes a day. Are you running? Are you doing cardio? Is it muscle work? Is it trying to bulk up? Is it on like, what are you doing with that 30 minutes a day? Or even if you're going to do an hour a day or you're going to do it differently, right? And you're going to be maybe playing some sports in the evening. In the morning, you'll do some light stretching and, and, you're just, and your whole lifestyle kind of revolves around fitness and nutrition, a lot of that you're gonna make a heck of a lot more progress and the damage you're going to do on your health in a good way, not a bad way, but the positive effects on your health are going to obviously be a heck of a lot more. And I think with languages, that's kind of a good way to look at it. 30 minutes a day is really quite amazing. You can, you can become quite strong in a language and make consistent progress and, and, and achieve this pretty high level and be pretty comfortable and talk with people, read, write, etc., etc. You can do that if you study for 30 minutes a day, right? You're really consistent with it. Um, you try and be smart with how you're spending the 30 minutes a day, like be productive with it. Don't get distracted. Maybe put your phone away when you're doing it. Like be, you know, maybe do a little bit of research on how the brain learns language. So you're, you're not just completely spinning your wheels with that 30 minutes a day. But as long as you're doing that and you're doing the 30 minutes a day, yes, you can make a lot of progress. And comma, if it's possible for you, it's better to do, you, you could be doing more. You could do more and accelerate your progress, go deeper, reach a higher level in the language a lot faster, right? Like when I look at my Spanish, this is probably a good way to look at it. When I look at Spanish, specifically Spanish, how I learned it, I took some classes in high school when they were whatever, X number of hours per week, like under 10 hours a week, I would say. I don't remember exactly how many, but maybe five, maybe four, three, right? So not a lot, right? And it was definitely not a daily thing that I did Spanish. Um, but when I got into university, I would spend probably on average about two to four, maybe even more, maybe even like three to six, uh, let's say, let's say two to five, two to five hours a day, five days a week minimum doing Spanish daily, daily, daily. And even weekends I would do Spanish, so I was in Spanish courses and Spanish classes. So I would be in classes for probably, I don't know, at, at least an hour a day of Spanish, minimum, maybe even more. And then I would sit in what was called the Spanish center, which was like this casual room where you can hang out and just kind of do your homework or practice speaking Spanish, whatever. 
and I would just kind of hang out in that room and do everything I could. I'd focus on what people are saying. I'd try and talk. And usually I was the least advanced person there. So to be honest, I probably was doing a lot of spinning my wheels with that time. I didn't know how to best use that time, but I just thought I'm just going to hang out in the Spanish center and just work, 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 work and practice, practice, listen, listen, listen. Right. But guess what? That on top of the fact that I spent a few months in South America, um, had Latino friends, right. Um, was very invested in it. I spent considerably more than 30 minutes a day. Um, and probably after about, I would say probably like four years, right? Four years. I was super, I was really comfortable in Spanish. I had an excellent accent, um, like excellent, excellent accent. I could communicate in almost whatever scenarios. I had a very deep vocabulary. I could write academic essays, 20 pages, 15 pages, 12 pages. I could understand people from various different countries. I knew a decent amount of slang. Um, like I was comfortable, right? I was just doing a major in university at, or a major in Spanish at university. Like I had a very deep, right? Not just casual, I can hold a conversation and talk and hang out and whatever, but just a deep professional Spanish level and deep academic, more, more importantly, academic level in Spanish. And I was after about four years of consistent lots and lots and lots of hours, more than half an hour a week, right? Or half an hour a day, excuse me. So that half an hour a day, yes, it's really great, but you can go so much deeper if you choose to. And even after that four years, I continued to study. Like those four years would have been from the age of 17 to about 21, right? 17 to 16, uh, yeah, 17 to 21. Or maybe even, maybe even 16 to 20, actually, now that I'm like thinking back. So I still had a few years of university where I was still actively studying. And even post that, I've still, in my own way, continued to progress my Spanish through teaching, through, you know, researching different things, through watching videos. Like I've still, in my own way, progressed in my level. And I am better now than I was at the end of my university career, right? And so at the end of the day, right, that 30 minutes a day, again, I guess we can wrap it up here. Yes, that can do a lot of damage. If you do 30 minutes a day and you're consistent, blah, 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 that can do a lot of damage, but more as long as you're strategic with it and you're not just, you know, burning yourself out and being super stressed out and just like sitting in a room and just writing the same things over and over and you're not being inefficient with your time and you're being smart with it, more could be better. Like I've done intensive studies in, in Peru before and those have been really in a span of two weeks, you can go from like, like literally, if you could, if, if anyone, if you could take a month and do, and literally find some intensive study program and you're really smart with how you use that month, man, you can learn so much so fast. It's like you can take years off the, off the journey of becoming fluent or becoming at least conversational in the language years, literally one or two, three years, just with a month of intensive study. Like it's so Anyway, that's a different topic. I'm digressing, but long story short, yes, 30 minutes a day is effective. Yes, you can do a lot of damage. Yes, you can progress, etc., etc. But more would be better as long as you're strategic with that more time. Anyway, guys, thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much for your ears. I appreciate your attention. You guys rock. You're amazing. And um, yeah, we'll chat later. Bye for now.